0: You always. Let's all bathe with the universe. (laughs) I'm showering with the
1: universe. That sounds weird (laughs) and inappropriate. But amazing.
0: Welcome to the Finding Your Shine podcast, hosted by best friends Nina Boyce and Liz Garster. Enjoy a dose of Monday motivation each week as we interview people lighting up the communities of health and wellness, spirituality, and personal growth.
1: Wherever you are on your journey to health, happiness, and self-love, our real and authentic conversations with guests will keep you inspired and empowered. And keep you laughing too. Thanks for listening. We're honored to join you in Finding Your Shine.
0: Hey, listeners, welcome back to a really crazy, and I'm not just saying this, episode of the podcast if you're tuning in uh it is now of the monday after empowered voice which we're recording it a week early so we actually haven't done empowered voice yet we're gonna assume it goes okay (laughs) we in fact we know it's gonna go okay empowered voice went great Never better. No it problems was at all. Fantastic. No, I mean, as of now, we have over a hundred women that are gonna be there at the event. And it's just coming together so beautifully. So if you're listening and you were there, thank you so much for the support. Um, I'm just imagining right now like what the day will be. And if you're listening to it post event, I hope it was awesome.
1: <laughs> and if you're listening to it post event and you couldn't be there, we are going to announce in various, in our own time, in various platforms, TBD, because this is early, um, that we have recorded the entire day. So that is something that if you were not able to come, you know, maybe you lived far away, maybe your schedule didn't work, um, you will actually be able to get all of the content from Empowered Voice. And we will be posting that on Instagram and our website Soon. (laughs) Soon.
0: It's, yeah, we're excited because there were a lot of people that wanted to come to Empowered Voice, but for various reasons. It's a busy Saturday in September. They had other things. Um, There was an Ohio State game that day. So if you're from Columbus Yoga Festival, there's a Columbus Yoga Festival that day. So we thought, well, what could be better than to record these sessions and give everybody the audio content? And we're really excited about that. So pricing on that and uh, the selling of those. DVDs, what do we call them? MP3s? Audio downloads? Audio, <laughs> audio downloads. That's the. We're podcasters. Electronic we know content. Your <laughs> electronic content is coming soon. But the real reason we are coming on to talk to you solo today is because we have a little bit of crazy news. And if you were at Empowered Voice, you already know the news.
1: Liz, do you want to just hop on in? God, this is like really hard. Okay. So. I'll just rip off the band-aid Rip it off Um, This is the last episode of the Finding Your Shine podcast And I'm getting emotional and weird Um, Oh my gosh It's the last episode I'm weirdly getting emotional too right now I'm getting like a tear in my eyes So I feel like we need to dispel any rumors that could arise That it was part of some like falling out There was no falling out
0: No, there wasn't. And I've had... So some people know that this Mm -hmm. is the last episode um, and that it's coming. And they say, oh my gosh, are you and Liz okay? And I'm like, yeah. We're absolutely fine. We're absolutely fine. And it kind of came about, truthfully, I mean, we will now have rolled up, honestly, almost exactly on three years Mm because we launched the very beginning of October. Yep. And in these three years... We've done so much. So, if you've been with us, like if you're an OG listener from the wine and shine days, you've seen the transitions that have happened with me and Liz throughout the past three years. I mean, the people we were when we first, our first episode launched are complete opposite, not complete opposite, but we're, we were just, just babes. babies, mere babes. <laughs> and diving down this road of empowerment and career and social media and podcasting, coaching. I mean, I can't even really comprehend like how far we've come in three years.
1: I think it just goes to show you that you, it's never too late. Like the amount of transformation that you can do in a short period of time is incredible. Like, I, and I can literally like, you know, we can go look at this. Like i if I'm ever feeling embarrassed enough, I can go back and listen to like, those early episodes and be like, wow, that was only three years ago. And it just makes me, I don't know if you feel this way, but it makes me excited about like, okay, what does five years from now look like? Like, oh my who am goodness. I at 35, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, you you don't know. And that's a crazy thing. I We used to make a joke that I used to say something about the universe in every episode. So I feel like <laughs> full circle, I need to talk about the universe in this last episode. But you really don't know what the universe has in store for you at all. Like you could imagine yourself doing one thing, and in one profession or speaking one truth, and then throughout the course of the years and different things that take you from place to place, it's like you end up doing something you never even dreamed you would mm-hmm. be doing, and that's kind of what I think has happened to us throughout this process.
1: When we started, Nina, I'm 100 percent certain that I didn't even know what a coach was in the fall of 2016. I know I, what a coach was.
0: I think I had just started words made up.
1: I think I had just started
0: working with somebody. So I remember struggling. That's really when my health issues were going on, like right before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of coming into the light of the holistic health world. And I remember I worked with my first nutritional therapist and I was like, what is this? Okay, if she can help me, if she focuses on hormone imbalance, then this is something that I want to do. So I Mm -hmm. tried it out. I never thought that I would be doing it
1: years later. No, I never thought, and it's funny too, like the connections that we made with people, like that we've interviewed, like obviously a lot of them spoke an Empowered Voice. I have worked with, hold on, let me count, at least three in a coaching capacity. So I've worked I've with Simi on intuitive eating, Julie Wino on launching my business, and um, Michelle Bobrow on finances. Like I've, like I've worked with all these people, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, I worked with Kelly Graham a while ago, and then I worked with Julie on business coaching stuff. We have a coaching oh, Julie call.
1: Olemacher. I was just called her Julie Wino. Yeah, I'll Julie Olemaker. Call
0: her Julie Wino in my head. But man, like when we first started this process, we were rating wines and talking about whatever the health stuff we wanted to talk about. But then it transitioned into more than that. Then it transitioned into, we want to empower women. We want to talk about broader topics. We want to touch on things that are kind of uncomfortable that women need to talk about and need to know. And then through the journey, I think both of us became more experts, I would say, in our own niches, mm-hmm. in our own fields. And that's where this transition really took off and that's what prompted empowered voice and all of the new transitions and things that we've been doing but then it's
1: also what prompted the end of the podcast. Yeah, so I guess let's like recount how we decided to end the podcast maybe. So, yeah, you called um, me and had an epiphany in the shower. No, but you had pri- you had primed me because you had said some some things that you wanted to do. Yeah. You had said it maybe a few weeks before. We had it's true. It's, Okay, I'll recount. We were talking about what if the podcast had like kind of was like twofold. Like Nina brought on hormonal health people to talk to them about hormonal health things. And I brought on intuitive eating people to talk about intuitive eating things. And like, I think at the time we were like, yeah, we could do that. And we were kind of like playing around with that idea. Yeah. And then I, again, with the damn shower, Nina, this is You where got all, an epiphany. The universe <laughs> came in the shower. I'm bathing with the universe. The you always- Let's all episode. bathe with the universe. <laughs> I'm showering with the universe. Um, That sounds weird <laughs> and inappropriate, um, <laughs> but amazing. So I like was, it was again, like, I just had this thought of like, it was almost like you need to let Nina do this. Like you need to let Nina do her thing and you need to do your thing. And then again, I called Nina naked and was like, hey... <laughs> These fun shower experiences, round two, here we are. (laughs) Right. Well, when we first were kind of playing around with this
0: idea, I mean, I started my coaching practice. I was actively coaching women on hormonal health. And I thought I really would love to talk more about hormones. But let's just do like a Wednesday hormone day Mm -hmm. or every other Wednesday hormone day. Mm -hmm. And we've had so many different conversations. I think it was time to niche down a little bit. Because mm-hmm. there's only so much you can talk about. Yes. And I remember you saying that.
1: Yeah. And we would get, like, we get people that regularly contact us, like, you know, here's, I'm a PR person for XYZ person, and they'd like to be on your show. Like, here's what they can talk about. And I just remember, like, reading their topics, and I felt like I had seen the same, I'd seen it, like, a thousand times. Yeah. I was like, I know this. I've already talked to this person a lot of times.
0: hmm Yeah. Like, the fitness mindset coach. mm hmm And we've talked a lot about body image. We've talked to hormone coaches, but we've talked about anxiety and career and spirituality. And we were thinking about it and we're like, I think it's time. Like, I think Finding Your Shine has run its its course. course. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm taking my coaching practice and going, and I've been doing that full time, I've been very passionate about creating a space for women To come together and really learn what they don't know about their bodies. That's kind of like my angle, like teaching women what they don't know about their bodies, about Mm -hmm. birth control, and about the menstrual cycle. So the biggest change is that Binding Your Shine podcast is just going to be rebranding into healing hormones.
1: Wait, I forgot to ask you this, Nina. Are you like Will people just be able to listen to Healing Hormones but access all our old episodes on the same one? Okay, so you're not getting a whole new one.
0: No. No, so people will just be able to, I mean,
1: Finding Your Shine just gets rebranded. Right. And So people can, so basically like, poor person that decides to start at like episode 18. Yeah. And then it's like, what's going on in the latest episode? Oh, this is totally different. Right. But they can just follow the journey.
0: All of a sudden, this is healing hormones. But yeah, but I think that makes fine. Well, finding your shine like lives on. Yes. They can go back rather. and listen to so many fabulous interviews. Mm-hmm.
1: With hormone, there are a good amount of, especially in later episodes, like you can see that transition clearly happening.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be the biggest thing. And I guess I hope that some of
1: you stick around if you yeah. want to learn about the hormones. Please do. Please do. I, maybe we can have random Liz episodes where I pop on and it's like sex ed for a sixth grader. Like, Liz doesn't know much about her own body. <laughs> so, I was just on a podcast today. I'm in California. For those of you
0: that don't know, I'm not, and Power Voice hasn't happened yet. I'm in California and I recorded on a podcast. And I was like, I would love to have you on the show, my new show, because I want to talk to women and sort of do like a QA, like ask mm-hmm. your hormone questions. What do you got? And then do like a mini coaching on the spot. I think that'd be super fun. So you can come on and you can be like, what's going
1: on with me? I have a lot of questions. And then we can talk. I remember, where did I, did I ask my OBGYN this the last time I went in? Recently, I forget who I asked. I think it was my gynecologist. I was like, when you test what you're you're getting there, what are you testing for? (laughs) Like, well, I had gone to the gynecologist for all these years and I was like, I don't really know what you're looking for. What'd she say? Cervical cancer. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, mm. got to make sure it, your cervix is in tip top well, shape. Well, I thought it was more than that. I thought, you know, like things like cysts or all that stuff. I figured that was, oh, they weren't no. getting the whole gamut.
0: No, they have to do an internal ultrasound I to, know, to truly
1: see. Yeah, we both have. Can I tell my story about my internal ultrasound? It's kind of funny. Yeah, Did I tell you this? Yeah. They told me, this is like way too much. It's fine. Um, They told me that- They're going to have to
0: get used to it because we're going there and healing hormones.
1: Um, They told me before my episode, they were like, you cannot pee before you come. And my my, um, uh, appointment was at 1 p.m. So I had not peed before I got there. What? You didn't pee all day? No, I hadn't peed since like eight p.m. the night before. What? Wait, you're allowed to pee? They told me I could not pee. Well, you have to have a morning pee, or else you're going to pee your pants. They said I had to have a full bladder, and trust me, I came with. Listen, so I get there, and there's no. I, one in the they did room. not tell me that, and okay. I would not have been able to do that. I get in the waiting room, and the receptionist window is closed. Like no one's there, and no one is in the waiting room. And my plan when I got there was to run up to the receptionist and go, for the love of God, I'm about to pee my pants. Can I please just pee like again? Okay. But I get in there and there's like no one in there. And the receptionist is obviously at lunch. And I was like, oh my God. So I did you my pee chair. before you went in. I'm getting there. Nina. Okay. I have sorry. To I'm to so this fun story. Okay, okay. So I'm sitting there in the waiting room and I'm like wiggling around, like doing a little dance, like shuffling my bum. Were you getting like, antsy or yeah, were you I was like, like I was like, okay, I got this. Like, she'll be out (laughs) any moment, any moment. And then I was like, I don't know. So I stood up and I went over. There's like a kid's area that's like separate from the waiting room a little bit. So I was like, I'm just going to go over here. I'm just going to like, now I'm going to do this little shuffle my butt thing, but I'm going to be standing up. And so I'm like doing my little jig. Like, I'm literally like dancing, hopping around, in the waiting room by myself, and I look up and there's a the camera, and I was like, "Cool, someone's gonna watch this footage of me like doing a pee in dance." And then finally, the receptionist comes, and I like sprint to the window, and I was like, "Listen, I'm sorry. I know you said full bladder, but if we don't take care of this situation, I'm gonna pee all over whoever does this exam." Yeah, yeah, so, you're like are in spread eagle. How can you even clench and hold? You can't. Yeah. So I went, and she was like, "We'll try to leave like a little bit." of fluid in there, like, you know, pee in there. Like, don't empty your full bladder. And I was like, are you telling me that I have to, like, cut off? (laughs) Like, I have to, like, Everybody knows how uncomfortable that is. So then I did that. I got, like, 50% out. We could have (laughs) peed for, like, 48 minutes. (laughs) And then when they did the ultrasound, by the way, everything's fine, everyone, and I'm not pregnant. And I also don't have any, like, cysts like I thought I might. So it's a good report in the end. But as they're like doing the ultrasound, which I've never had before, they are pressing yes f- so hard on my. How bladder. would you have not peed on that? And I was already with fifty percent of my bladder and emptied. I was like, "Am I going to pee on this poor woman?" Like, yes. am, "Are we just going to go?" And then she was like, "Okay, you're all good." And then I went and emptied the rest of my bladder. That's- but. Is
0: I was very into that entire story. I was like, I need to know if Lee Peter or Lee. Whoa, why did I just? <laughs> I need to know if Liz peed her pants.
1: I'm sure our audience is like, wow, this has nothing to do with anything you were talking about. But more that's Why oh, you're gonna miss our podcast? I know, but I will say, as there right before the receptionist came, I was like, this is. I'm just, you know what? I it, I hope this appointment was going to go well, but I'm just gonna go in my car now and pee in the, pee my pants in the car. That was my plan. I was literally like. <laughs> 10 seconds away from just sitting in my car. and. Well, what's and the difference home? between you peeing your pants in your car or just going to the bathroom in the gynecologist? If they, because they, ha- the receptionist hadn't come to the window yet. <gasps> so you couldn't get in. So I couldn't get in. Oh, So I was like, if she had not come literally, I was like 10, I was like, this is that. I'm just going to pack it up and pee my pants and then go clean the car, it, I guess. You know what I would have done? <laughs> I would have said, I'm going to find a tree and go pee
0: behind a tree or a car or a dumpster.
1: But I get arrested for such. <laughs> it's, like, it's like one in the afternoon. Um, I think I still would have rolled the dice on it, honestly. Should have worn a dress. So I could have more easily done that. You could have
0: done that. I had no— uh, tea- Nobody told me not to pee. So I peed and it was fine. I ended up having two cysts on one ovary and one cyst on another. And I don't know— I mean, I still am dealing— Like on the podcast I recorded today, she was like so— you're a hormonal health coach. You're doing all these things. Are, are you healed? And I was like, well, funny story. I'm still dealing with the period pain stuff and like the pelvic mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to go back and see, I'm going to make them do a diagnostic laparoscopy and see if it's endo or if, if I'm just getting cysts all the time.
1: Yeah, it's a journey. You're on it it a journey. Is.
0: it is. But truthfully, the anxiety, the cystic acne, The anxiety. I almost said the anxiety again. Double anxiety. (laughs) Double anxiety. The fatigue is way better than it used to be too. There's just a ton Mm -hmm. of stuff actually. But
1: okay. All that to say. Sorry. That was very off topic, but I felt necessary in the final episode for me to talk about my bladder for five minutes. I'm really glad that
0: you did. I guess we want to let you guys know we, this, and I'm not saying this. I'm, probably going to get emotional. But like this whole Finding Your Shine podcast has truly, truly changed who I am. It has. It's become my identity. I identify as a podcaster now. I work with my husband and deal with podcasts all the time. I'm just, I feel like it's a part of who I am. It's a part of what has been a part of my growing process. Mm -hmm.
1: I can't imagine
0: like almost not talking to you every week.
1: We've already decided, and actually, I think it'll be good because I feel like, especially since Empowered Voice, most of what we talk about is the podcast, and I think it'll be good for us to be like, "Hey, Nina, how was your life?" Exactly. Aside from the podcast, aside from power, doing <laughs> yeah. I I
0: love when we do solo episodes though because I think we do just talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. And they end up being fun. And I think that it's given us an excuse to have conversations with ourselves. Like when we're not interviewing a guest, even when we pop on, we end up talking about like, well, what's been going on? Yeah. So we'll just have to make a point to do it and talk about non-work stuff without an audience. I know. Which sounds easy enough. Yeah. So
1: you'll be taking over the podcast and rebranding it to Healing Hormones. Everyone that's currently listening you keep listening. Or you can unsubscribe if you don't want to hear about vaginas and periods all the time. Don't tell them to unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got a great plug for our new podcast. Hit that unsubscribe button. No. (laughs) Okay.
0: For real. I would be obsessed if all of you stayed and listened and healing hormones is truly going to be a space where nothing is off limits. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to talk about cervical fluid. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about libido. We're going to talk about periods. It's going to be a place where we
1: literally go into the depths of things that our gynecologists and our doctors never tell us. Fun fact, there was a point in this podcast where we were like, we definitely can't talk about sex. Not at all. Like, because I was a teacher. (laughs) So, and now my, we can, things
0: have changed. <laughs> uh, so Liz, what's on the horizon for you though? So they know I'm just doing more of the same mm-hmm. and, and yeah.
1: So what's I'm going on with you? going to take this opportunity to plug Nina's Facebook group, Healing Hormones. If you're not uh-huh. there,
0: check that too. Yeah. Healing Hormones Facebook group where people ask their questions, join, we talk, I give tips, I do live hormone trainings, free hormone trainings. It's a pretty awesome space.
1: Okay, so for me, I, oh boy, Nina. You've started yoga training, which is amazing. Yeah, like, I feel like it's a joke. I feel like Liz's life is like, what random thing can we tack on now? Um, How is it going? So here's the thing. That was part of the decision for me was I looked at everything that I wanted to do and be doing, and I was like, okay, Liz, you cannot work a full-time job, do coaching, do coaching, be a yoga teacher, be a pod, like something has to give. Yeah. Which is why I think this, like I think that's why the universe talked to me in the shower because it knew and I know that I'm only one person and I can like, only do so much. And I felt like for a long time, like I'm not, um, because I've spread myself really thin, I just feel like I'm not giving my best to the things that I'm doing. So um, for me, I will be finishing up my intuitive eating coaching program at the end of the year. I'm getting ready to take my practice clients in October. So, if you want to work with Liz, she has space for practice clients, unless they're already full. They're already full. Okay, we can be a client done (laughs) in January.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, and I will be posting. Like, if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I don't post very often. It's because I've been kind of preoccupied with this. Um, Empowered voice has been taking over our life. Or are you talking about coaching? No, I'm talking about Empowered Voice. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's been, been a doozy.
1: That, and like, I, we talked in a few episodes ago about like some personal stuff I've been going through. So like this summer was just like- A lot. Not what I thought it was going to be. But if you follow me on social media or my website, lizgarster.com, you are going to see, like right now, it's like some, some occasional Instagram posts and a financial coaching website from when I was doing that. And that's all going to be changing, so- at the start of January, I mean, the website and stuff is going to change before January. But as of January, you can work with me, an intuitive eating coach. Hell um, yes. And we are going to talk a lot about—my um, program is really built around my experience in scarcity. So when it comes to food and body image, that often translates to, you know, I'm not thin enough. I don't look good enough. And there are other ways that plays out in our lives. Like, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not a good enough mom. So we're going to talk a lot in my program about what does um, healing that relationship with enoughness look like in respect to your body, but also like, how does that play out in other ways too? So if you are a woman that feels like you're working really, really hard and you're pushing yourself and you're, you know kind of a perfectionist and you feel like your body is just one way where you're pushing 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 and you just feel like nothing is working we should chat so and she's really great thanks so that'll be what I'm doing in January um and I'll be taking a limited number of clients because I do still work full-time so you know we'll keep it keep a light client load and then I'm also, in, like Nina said, in the middle of yoga teacher training. I just had my first weekend this last weekend, and it was amazing. So I'm going to be—I'll be a yoga teacher provided, like, I pass everything. I'll be finished up in the spring of 2020. So my goal for next year is to focus on those two things a lot. And also, like—and I talked about this with Nina throughout the Empowered Voice process— like this whole time, Nina was like, I'm reaching out to my network in Columbus. And I'm like talking about Empowered Voice to all my Columbus people. And like, you have such a group there of supporters. And what I've done is basically like move far away. And like everyone I know is still in Columbus from, right. from a, a perspective of like coaches or people yeah. in like wellness land or whatever. And so it's really important to me that I become a fixture of my own community here. And I help I help women, you know, however I can help them no matter where they are, but I'm also doing that locally and having Northeast Ohio events. And- I think it's needed too
0: in Northeast mm-hmm. Ohio. I've had some people from my high school because I'm originally from Northeast Ohio have reached mm-hmm. out to me and have said, man, I wish that there were more of these events in the Akron area. I've and had people been, say that.
1: That's when my, um, the thing that I'm seeing is when I first moved here, it was a source of frustration because I was like, oh, I'll just like look in all the same places that Columbus had. I'll just look for that in the Akron area and like be real easy. Right. And I'm finding that I think I'm going to have to kind of make build my it. own community. Like I'm going to have to build it with other people that I find, but I need to find those people. And I found some, I found <laughs> a long lost cousin of Nina's. <laughs> oh my goodness that was a crazy story who's like really into like enneagrams and she's just actually me but another person and i found like a local podcaster claire edwards so i there are people up here that i've met and i just want to keep doing that so yeah that's what's in store for me like if you're in northeast ohio please like connect with me both of those people i just referenced i met on instagram and i feel like that was a lot easier to do in columbus but i have like it just feels like there aren't as many people in this area, so. I think you're going to cultivate the
0: community you want there, and mm-hmm. that's better for you as you get into the yoga scene and the coaching intuitive eating scene. I yeah. think that you'll have a space to really thrive in Akron, whereas mm-hmm. Columbus, it's not oversaturated by any means, and there's still space for everybody. Right. But I think
1: it's cool to be leveraging this new scene. Yeah. In yeah. your town. I'm trying to think if I'm doing anything else. I think that's it.
0: (laughs) I forgot to mention that I'll be getting my Reiki 2 certification in November. So that's going to be a whole nother just piece to what I'm doing. And I'm excited because I'll be able to do distant Reiki sessions too. So if you're from Columbus, hit me up because I'll finally be able to do Reiki. Or anywhere if you're doing distance Reiki. Right, yeah. Or anywhere I can do distance Reiki too. So I can't wait to learn more about that. And I'll probably do an episode on it on the new podcast. But Liz, Uh, I think in January, we know who's going to be a guest on Healing Hormones. Liz, talking about (sighs) intuitive eating.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing that, and we haven't talked about this, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, Nina, but I am adamant that, like, I think throughout this process, even though Nina and I have two very different, what seem like very different things that we're focusing on, I think they really tied together through... Like stress and negative self talk. I think there are a lot of commonalities in the directions we've chosen. Like, there's a Venn diagram of like, here's you, here's me, and like, here's the space in the middle where we overlap. And I think we are still going to be doing pro- somehow, this will not be the end of us like no, helping people t- collaboratively. Not at all.
0: Whether we're going to be guests on each other's podcasts down the line if you get a podcast which I'm like making you get a podcast down the line that's like so that's probably not a 2020 thing but maybe a
1: 2021
0: thing yeah so because I will miss it we've talked about coming up with an event together or even like down the line some sort of program together Mm -hmm. this
1: is not the end of Nina and Liz plus we're friends so like it's not the end of Nina and Liz (laughs) Cool. It's been a nice podcast host. I'll never talk to you again.
0: Bye. Not going to happen. I think no. if anything, if I feel like I've gotten closer to you throughout this process.
1: I really I do. Agree. So I think too, like, and nothing against my college friends that fall into this camp. It's not like a bad thing. It's just an observation. I have a lot of college friends that when I talk to them, I know I, which I love doing, it's a lot of like, let's go down memory lane. Yeah. And our relationships, exists in that point in time and I have not, they're not as aware of the things that are going on in my life currently and who I am currently. And that's Which is very different than who we were in college. Right. As we previously discussed. Right. But I think doing this with you has meant that like we don't talk about college stuff ever. Mm -mm, Unless we're really
0: going on a laughing binge and like talking about past memories. Right. But truly, truly we have been able to see each other grow throughout the Mm -hmm. past three years. And I know what struggles you're going through and you know what struggles I'm going through. And I've seen a complete transformation in just you as a person too throughout this year, these years, which has been really cool and an honor to see.
1: No, I, and same, like, I mean, back when I think about the trip, the legendary trip to Gatlinburg. Mm, when mm -hmm. i was my first
0: panic attack
1: When i was like i have never seen nina be like this and it was just really i mean i wasn't judging we just didn't know what to do you all were like are you okay what's wrong have a drink you know and i was like i don't know what's
0: wrong (laughs) also literally now
1: i know that alcohol would make that so much worse
0: (laughs) yeah it's a freaking depressant so i was already on the highest anxiety I've ever been. That was the scariest time because I, again, had my first panic attack. And I was like, mm-hmm. remember thinking to myself, I don't know what's happening to me. I feel like I'm about to die. Yeah, and we kept asking you like, what's up? And you're like, I don't, I can't, I can't. Like you right. express it. I couldn't. I was just like stuck in my head, which is so crazy to me that I, I just, I understand and I sympathize with anybody that's going through like a serious mental health struggle because when you're in it, You can't see out of it. You're like, whoa, I I don't know. But then you just realize it's your body just on in the red zone, you know, just Mm -hmm. on fight or flight. And you can't possibly think
1: logically when you're in fight or flight. No. But then you learn from it. (laughs) But then I see like compare that person to who you are now. And it's like, it honestly like having... Because I still struggle with a lot with anxiety. I don't think I'm as I don't have it like what I would call under control. I don't know if I ever will. Um, I don't well, know I still like. have anxiety yeah. too,
0: but it's not the same.
1: But you don't, don't give let me it hope too. Yeah, like you Aww. give me hope because I'm like, look at like where Nina was and like where she is now. Like you can, you can get out of this. You in can a better way. You absolutely can
0: transform your health mentally and physically. I mean, it takes a lot of work. And the other thing is, it's not linear. You know, you don't all of a sudden heal and then you're fine. Mm -hmm. It's in waves because we're human and Mm -hmm. you get anxiety and it goes away and whatever. But I think for anybody listening, I guess to sum up this conversation, you don't, where you are is not where you have to stay. And I think we learned that throughout this whole podcasting process. It honestly was here for us when we needed it, which I think is so cool.
1: Which is interesting because I don't think we I don't know what we thought we were going to accomplish with it. I don't remember where my brain We didn't was at. do
0: this to make money. We didn't do this to get famous. People fun fun fact. that. We didn't do either none of didn't, those things happened. Yeah, none of those things happened. So now we've lost money. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, it's been a hobby that we've spent money on. But being in this field, you know, with Cody going to a lot of podcast conferences all the time, there's always mm-hmm. sessions on how to make money with your podcast, how to make money with your podcast. And there's two different sides. When you're using it for a business, hell yeah, you want to make money off of your podcast. Mm-hmm. But we never wanted it for that. We wanted it to talk to each other, to talk to really cool people, to inspire our audience, to spread awareness, really. And we were like, yeah, sure. If like somebody wants to send us a free sample, we might talk about it. But that, (laughs) we barely did that.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I remember the days when we were like (sighs) actively trying to find sponsors. Yeah. And just so many things that. (laughs) But let's not
0: sell ourselves short.
1: No. We're over 100,000 downloads later. That's a
0: pretty big deal. So not no one listened to our podcast. Exactly. Like, in fact, we have a ton of you guys that have reached out and really have told us how this podcast has helped you and inspired you. And we've connected with so many of you. When I look at that number and I just see that there's been, I think it's like 130,000 downloads of this podcast. It just makes my heart so happy.
1: Mm -hmm. For sure. I also like, can we just take a moment to like reflect back on like I'm trying to think of when we first started this, we were religiously on my fitness pal, yeah, I was posting before and after pictures I was we were um I was like still running and not doing yoga. Yes. I was very much. I don't even think I knew what intuitive eating was
0: three years ago or no, positive body acceptance. My mind has shifted on that front. I was very much like the diet heals, which mm-hmm. I still am all about nutrition. Heals can heal. But I'm not like you have to be paleo or you have to be vegan or you
1: have to do this. That's like not in my vocabulary at all. I followed like Fitzbo people on Instagram all the time. Mm-hmm. I... What else was I doing at that time? You know what's funny is that we never did learn anything about wine. That never We never happened. did. Absolutely not. But I would say, and no one cares about this, but I actually know a great deal about beer right now. You do. Like, Maybe in your new podcast
0: that you're going to launch in 2021. I drank a beer. You can talk about beer.
1: Yeah. Like I've become a beer connoisseur through my husband, but the wine thing never seemed to take <laughs> never off. Never took off. Um, I
0: will not be reviewing wine for any of you that are going to be continuing on and listening to Healing Hormones. Wine won't be a part of it.
1: Maybe on my episode, we can drink some wine.
0: Let's do it. I can't (laughs)
1: wait. Well, (sighs) I'm like, I moved.
0: Yes, you moved. and We all moved. The first episode or second episode we ever posted was city or suburbs? Like, do we move to the big city? And it was like this huge (laughs) freaking deal. Now that I think about it, I want to like almost shake me because I'm like, dude, I mean, nobody knows. I mean, a lot of people do know this, but me and Cody are going to be moving to California just for January and February. And so... Fun fact, not living in a tent. Not living in a tent. We are road tripping over. We're going to do a little bit of tent stays on the way over. But, but in,
1: my, in her explaining this, I thought she was going to be living in a tent in LA for two months. And I was like, I mean, you do you. Like- yeah, no, not living in a tent <laughs> for three months or two months.
0: But no, we're going to be then basically not homeless, but we're not resigning our lease. And so we're going to be there for a couple months. Then we're going to come back to Columbus. And the city is my home. I cannot imagine myself living in the suburbs of Columbus at all anymore. It's just not my life. I walk everywhere. I ride my bike everywhere. Um, it's great just for coaching clients and all of that. But to think that I was so concerned, do I leave the suburbs of Columbus oh, and go to the cry. big city? Oh, and now Columbus. I'm like, actually, I'm just going to go to California for a while.
1: <laughs> and in contrast, I don't mean to make it sound like I took a back track because I don't think I did. No, you just I nailed in to what German you— German Village and that was fine. Yeah. But what I found— what I finally pinpointed that I wanted from where I lived in my community was, I come from a very small town, and so like Columbus always, even its suburbs, always felt very like large to me, which I navigated for many years. But what I what I like about where I live now is that it's a. It, if you watch Parks and Rec, it reminds me of Pawnee, Indiana. Like it is mm. a town of like. 50,000 people. So it's it's big enough that I can go to the grocery store and like never see people I know. Probably because I don't know anyone yet. Maybe that'll change. But I, like everyone's like really into local stuff. They're like revitalizing the whole downtown and everyone's like really into supporting this really small community. And like, I feel like I'm a part of that. Like I go to a coffee shop and people know who I am. I go to the, the brewery we go to. I have like, all the things I wanted was to be like a regular places. And it's just so happens that my version of that is smaller than what you have in downtown. Mm -hmm. But it's still very like tight knit and supportive and really exciting because it's, people are doing so much investing. You feel like you're you're connected in this, like from the ground up kind of way.
0: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, that just goes to show that we both have similar goals and passions still, Mm -hmm. but the way we're going about them is just different because we're different and right. that's okay. Because I feel like in Columbus, I go to the same coffee shop a lot, or I always run into somebody I know on High Street. And I'm like, oh my gosh, hey. And I feel like in my world, this Columbus is still a small city, mm-hmm. which apparently it's really one of the top like three biggest cities in the Midwest or something, which maybe we just don't have a lot of cities in the
1: Midwest. <laughs> no, I mean, that's pretty like, What was it? Was it like 15th in the nation? I mean, it's a good sized city because you have like huge companies that are there and big, obviously like Ohio State and stuff. Like it's a big hub. Right. But But also feels like it's like a giant small town because I actually more often ran into people. Again, I knew more people in Columbus, I guess. True. Almost every time I went somewhere in Columbus, I saw someone I knew, which Mm -hmm. was weird because it's huge.
0: Mm -hmm. But yeah, literally this past year, we've nailed down exactly what we want. You've moved to a place that you feel is your home. You're closer to family. You are starting the yoga. You're in your intuitive eating coaching program. You're finding out that Liz can't do all the things. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I feel like even though it seems like I'm still doing a lot of things, I've actually pared them down too. Like I'm focusing just on women's hormonal health. I'm Mm -hmm. doing the podcast. I'm working with my coaching clients and I'm helping with Create Media. You know, it's like I've just, it's a bubble of like podcasting and hormones.
1: Yeah. In the city. And I think that's another thing that we've learned is like, you don't have to be one thing. No. Like you can be this multifaceted person that has a lot of different parts and pieces to who you are and things that you care about. Um, And it's okay to
0: change your mind. Yeah. And it's okay to have, if you have a lot of things, then do all the things, but then eventually know if they're burning you
1: out, it's time to choose. I think for a long time, I thought like you have to be the blank person and you have to be the best person. So like you have to pick a thing, you have to be the best at it, and people have to know you as being like the blank girl or the blank guy. And that's no longer the case, I don't think, in my mind, that you have to be that person. Like I don't want to be the only or the best intuitive eating coach when I launch this side business. Like I want there to be a ton of people helping other people. And mindset shift everybody responds to different people Mm -hmm. differently. So
0: my audience and my clients respond to me and my coaching style. And there are numerous other health coaches that are doing hormonal health out there. And they're going to preach to somebody else and somebody else is going to respond to them and connect with them. There's room for all of us here. We don't have to be the best at one single thing. Yeah. Dude, I can't even just fathom the fear I had of quitting my job. Like the fear of like leaving what I knew
1: as a music teacher. And now I can't even imagine it any different. I feel like you need to go back and like tally episodes. Like, I don't know where the window is of like, where you say things like, I'm making like a a really big life change. Um, Yeah, yeah. Like you like allude
0: to this For a year, I think I alluded to it until the amount of you that were like, stop talking about it and just quit your job. (laughs) But
1: also, yeah,
0: it's a thing. It's a thing.
1: But I, yeah, I just remember, like, I forget what, like, you were, like, I feel like when you were really close to doing it, like, like at the end of the school year, like, every day was like, today is the day I'm going to do it. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, how did it go? Well, I didn't do it today. All I while. know I was. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, I was so scared. I like was sweating and crying, and would walk to my principal's office and walk back. If any, some of my students actually listen to the podcast. So if you guys are listening, I love you guys. I really do. I loved teaching. I loved so many aspects of it. I loved my students. I loved the music aspect. But we change. Moral of the podcast: We change. We shift. We grow. Mm-hmm. We take on new adventures, and this adventure is closing, but a new one is
1: opening. It's like I don't want to stop recording because I know it's really over then. Like, if we stop talking, then I have to be like, bye. I know. But
0: you're going to be on my podcast. And I'm going to be on your future 2021 podcast.
1: Yes. And like, who knows where else we'll show up Also, together. Can we just keep reminding people that we're best friends? So it's not yeah, like... please don't think... I'm afraid people will be like, well, you heard what happened to me and Liz. Me we and, had a and Liz ended falling the podcast. Out. Two oh, different God.
0: directions. No longer friends. Big falling out. Don't <laughs> listen to the rumors out there, people. We are still friends. <laughs> Nothing happened. It was Nothing very boring. <laughs> it was. The shower epiphany happened. We had a conversation and we realized, truthfully, I think both of us knew. We were like, this is it. This is the yeah. time.
1: And so, I think that's another lesson you can take away. when, Like, you know, ultimately. Like, we both knew intuitively and like don't forget when you have something that you're thinking about like you know don't question that wisdom you have a gut feeling about something listen to it I say this
0: all the time your gut knows your intuition knows so when you get that spark when you get that idea when you get that hit that shower situation that shower epiphany don't be afraid to test it a little bit or dip your toes in the water or start going towards the things that light you up or speaking up if you need to speak up Mm -hmm. and make changes. So thank you guys. Really, truly. Thank you for joining us these past three years. This has been more of a blessing in my life than I think you guys all know. So I appreciate you all. And you. And
1: also like, please… Like, keep in, I mean, even if you decide like you don't want to, you want to unsubscribe from Nina's (laughs) podcast. Um, If you don't want to know about the hormones (laughs) and the women's health issues, just follow, follow Nourish with Nina, follow Liz Garster, like still sit in touch with us and see what we're doing. And we would love to still see what you're doing. Like, we, there are lots of listeners that became friends. We talk to regularly. So, yeah, we love you guys. Yes, all the love. Oh my God, this is weird. Okay. This is it. Okay. Don't follow us on Instagram. Finding your we shine. We have to like undo instead over of over like and out. us on Instagram where it's like undoing it. Like don't follow us on Instagram. Don't. Don't but do tune
0: s- in for a new episode. Actually do. Tune in for a new episode. Yes, <laughs>
1: But, and make sure, do stay tuned for that Empowered Voice recording that we'll yes, be Yes, We are going to be putting that on the Finding Your Shine Instagram. So do, do follow the Instagram for that. Um, and keep up with our website. We're going to have information so that if you weren't able to attend to the conference and you want that audio version, like it's legit going to be several hours worth of content. Like, please stay tuned for that. So. And I'll
0: also be reminding you guys about some of that uh, details just in the few, first few episodes of the podcast, the new podcast too. So yeah,
1: launching October, launching next week, right? launching
0: early October.
1: Well, they're be next week because there it's might coming out. be
0: a week off. We'll okay. see. TBD listeners (laughs) TBD alright I guess that's it bye we hope you found your shine we found ours we really did and we couldn't have done it without you guys so here's to the next chapter